Hi, and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real, For Real, For Real. Um, it's, I, you know, I usually never edit any of these things. I um, am not skilled enough, honestly, right now to be able to edit any kind of audio track. Um, but I actually have tried to make this particular episode, ugh, I want to say like three or four, three times maybe already now. Um, I think I just struggled with uh, sleep because <laughs> I kept trying to do them at like 2 a.m. And I also, you know, it's been a couple of weeks since I last made an episode and I, I kind of was figuring out like, hmm, like what am I really feeling like sharing and talking about today? Um, I had to take this, uh, I realized I had to just, you know, take some time to kind of uh, reroute myself in a couple things and um, kind of take a mental health break. And so I want to get back into the groove of this because mental health has actually been a really big topic that mental health, I'm going to rephrase that, it's not so much just mental health, it's just more like a lot of, um, I've been having a lot of discussions lately about growth, right, about people growing, personal growth, and um, so I, after I attempted to do this podcast episode like multiple times, I finally started to narrow down exactly what the point was of um, that I was trying to uh, clarify for myself and for others. And, you know, I I am so grateful to see how the topic and discussion about an understanding about mental health has grown in the past few de- like years, you know, in the U.S. and in the world. Um, mental health, though, you know, it's not just talking about like diagnoses and like depression and like schizophrenia or like, or like, you know, something that you need medication for. Every mental health applies to everybody, right? Like it's literally your own well being. And I think that's something that a lot of people are still, they're still learning about, where they're still discovering like how mental how like taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally and physically like in its own different ways and categories like how it applies to them how do they learn to take care of themselves how do they learn to treat themselves in a way that's healthy what does healthy even mean and I think it's really important um I think one of the biggest things that comes from determining you know, what kind of life to live that will make you happy and that will make you feeling good and loved comes a lot down to the really basic things of, one, identifying what your values are, and two, defining what those values are. And that's not something I think, I think that second step is something a lot of people don't think about. Um, people think a lot about the values, right? That they have and that they, of like how, what kind of person they are and what kind of lives they want to lead, what kind of people they want around them. Me personally, I value um, honesty, right? Self-honesty. I value self-love. I value um, faith and humility, um, I value healthiness and I value positivity and happiness and love and all those things. 
and and like generically speaking like i'm sure generally speaking i'm sure those are things that you know i would have in common with a lot of people but really it's not about the values it's about how you define what those values are because i may value love i may value happiness so could the next person but do we mean the same things when we're talking about that there is this um, ad going around online that I don't know if anyone's seen it. It's been popping up on my Facebook for like three weeks. And it's an ad for Adobe Designs, like, um, you know, one of their design programs. And it's just basically a poster. You know, they're just they're just they're just advertising a poster. Um, and it's it's a poster that is promote. It's um, what does it say? It says um, positive vibes only. And it's the interesting part. I mean, that sounds good to me, right? But the interesting part about this is that when you open up the comment section of this poster, the majority, if not almost every single one of them, those comments, and there's like 80 comments on this poster, which you wouldn't normally see on like an ad. They're all saying instantly like this is promoting negative uh, negativity, gaslighting, toxic positivity, it's not okay, blah, 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 whatever, along everything along those lines. And I literally was like, whoa, whoa. This says a lot about these people who are commenting. A lot of people who, a lot of people who like maybe aren't commenting, like it's not, not judging them, but like it, it told me a lot about their mindset because when I, think about positivity. I understand what people are talking about when they're talking about like toxic positivity. Um, I actually had to explain to someone the other day what toxic positivity was. But when I think of positivity, I don't think toxic positivity. I think positivity is like being able to find the good and the bad in any situation. No matter how bad a situation can be, like still finding something to be grateful for, um, like being able to feel your emotions, being able to be sad, being able to be angry, being able to be depressed, you know, as well as happy and joyous and, and grateful, but then being able to embrace those things and then move on, you know, learn to learn to heal from those things and learn to live with those things in a healthy manner. That's what I count as positivity. And I am currently on a quest in my life of like, yes, I want to be like that all the time. I want to be a very positive person and I want to surround myself with only positive things and people. And if there's anything that negative happening that I feel like is draining or toxic or unhealthy or, you know, just doesn't fit what I am looking for then I don't want that in my life and I drop it and so yes I want that type positivity around me like all the time all the time 24 fucking 7 um but that's because that's my definition of positivity helps me to be happy and my happiness is defined for me as like it's not just about being worry free and it's not about like having a lot of money and it's not about even being loved by other people for me happiness comes from me loving myself 
and me being happy with the way that I person that I am like being satisfied and for me knowing that I do my best to be a good person and to help others um that I'm human and that I can make mistakes but I'm also um but I'm also you know unique and special and I contribute to the world as well you know and it's seeing these this ad with all of these comments on it and I was I I realized like wow like it's sad for me I find it a little sad that like maybe apparently like a lot of people in the world don't see it that way or haven't experienced different definitions of it have maybe only been surrounded by toxic positivity where where you know people think that positivity is about just only being happy all the time they think positivity is about never talking about anything that is stressful or a downer um or something that like you know that they don't want to think about which by the way is not realistic um you know and and not therefore not allowing for genuine conversation and connection and things like that it's it's um it also like reminds me of like other things like so right now I have recently started posting um things on Facebook and on Instagram which I normally never do I only got Instagram because I was told I had to and I only just recently started actually using things and it's actually part of it comes from me like you know like I don't I don't like putting my business out there um part of it comes from maybe not knowing what kind of business to put out there and I've been trying to be really mindful right about like about the messages that I put out into the world and so I recently decided like you know what the if if I'm trying to be unafraid of my presence and the message I want to share is about self-love then why don't why don't I just post about that and so my Instagram and Facebook is all covered in like memes of just like self-love and self-worth and like healing and forgiving yourself and being kind. Um, I try to be very intentional. I not try. I am very intentional about what I post. Um, I actively, uh, it's not just like any positive post I see or any post that's about like being strong or anything. It's It has to be very specific because I do... Um, see a lot of things that um that I know are are pretty common to say when to yourself or when you're comforting someone um but that I feel like add an element of um, a distorted narrative or a comparison like for example for example (laughs) when when a say like a girl is broken up with right and you and all of her friends are like trying to make her feel better and they're just like you know he's not ready or like you're too you're like you're too much better than him like you you deserve better than what he can give you um or like you know he's not he's not there yet he's not grown yet he's not like he he's dumb like he doesn't know what he's got like all those things like i try to avoid that comparison i try to avoid 
feeding into a narr- feeding into narratives that bring in someone else's journey or perspective into it in a way that's false just to make you feel better you know what I mean um, that's not fair it doesn't take into account like someone else's reasons or journeys because you know what like you know what like if someone doesn't like another person maybe it's because they just don't like it there doesn't have to be anything else to explain that and there's a lot of posts out there that is that and and this is not bashing any of those posts because of course like those things have been helpful for me in the past when I've been in a place where I needed that that's been helpful for me me specifically though like that's not the message I want to um contribute to right now anymore in my life um because I learned that I've learned that you know you don't know what another person is going through and you don't know why why a person does does what they do um and the thing is is like it really doesn't matter how another person acts or if another person cannot give or does not want to give you something that you want from them like it there is no need to justify someone not wanting to do right by you if that makes sense if someone doesn't want to be with me I don't have to try to create something in my head to make myself feel better by bringing that other person down if someone doesn't want to be with me maybe it doesn't have anything to do with their emotional maturity it doesn't have anything to do with you know, whether they're a good person or not. It doesn't have anything to do with me being better than them or them being worse than me or me deserving better or anything like that. Um, or it just comes down to we're both on different journeys. It comes down to we're just not a good fit. It just comes down to like it is what it is. You know, there's nothing to, there's no need to, bring someone else down and diminishes someone else's judgment and narrative and story and light because in the end it's not about in my life it's not about them it's about me and if I need to do that in order to make myself feel better that does say a lot more about me and how much I love myself and what I actually need to work through for myself than it does about the other person. So, um, so those are the kinds. So the kinds of memes that and messages I'm trying to put out there are focused just on the individual. You know, um, they're focused on things of like how strong a person is, how unique a person is, how life is fucking hard, but you can get through it because, you know, this is all meant to help you grow. Um, in whatever way that means, that you're stronger than you might think yourself, think you are, and um, and it's not about the other person. It's just how you, what you can do to make yourself better. I've been like really mindful about this because the thing about like learning how to love yourself, because everyone's definition of love is different. It is. I myself know that um, my definition of love, the type of love that I'm looking for in a partner, 
the type of love that I flourish from from my friends is very different than what a lot of people would expect. And I have to be really careful about that when I'm possibly, you know, connecting with someone because I know I'll say and do things and act in ways that don't seem like a big deal to me, but is a big deal to the other person because they'll read into it through their lens and through their definition of love. I have no problem with um, being open about my feelings or my history or my secrets or my past um, if I choose, if I'm the one choosing to share it, you know. Um, but there are a lot of things that I keep like, you know, I don't tell everything. I'm not a, a completely open book. But there's a lot of things that I share that a lot of other people would think like, whoa, I would never do that. And that must mean that this, that I am special and really care about them. And this is a deep connection. And there are also things that like, I, maybe I'll do, I, I maybe I'll do something like I'll bake cookies for someone, you know, just specifically because I felt like it because I care about them and I want them to have a good day. And they might take that the wrong, like in a way that I don't mean for it. It's as simple as someone telling me like that they're in love with me, but okay, it's not simple, but I've been in a situation where someone who is, you know, in a relationship with someone else will tell me like they're in love with me. And I have to tell them like, I love you too, but I'm not in love with you. And most people would have a really difficult time like processing that or like dealing with that and for me it's just like love is love and my love for you doesn't change it just is it doesn't really matter if it's romantic or not I love unconditionally and that's really hard for a lot of people to understand or or to conceptualize it's something we all dream about but it's not something a lot of us know how to do. And I know that. I know my definition of love is very different. And so I have to be very mindful of that. Um, I have to be mindful about what it means to live a life that's good. Um my family's definition of of a good life and my family's definition of being successful is so completely different from mine and it's caused a lot of tension and a lot of arguments and a lot of misunderstandings and a lot of just contention um, and a lot of damage. It's caused a lot of damage to our relationships just because they don't understand and cannot accept that I don't define happiness with and success with money. Um, they don't understand how, you know, they're they're a pretty close knit group. Honestly, my sisters and my parents are pretty, pretty. Um, they're much closer with each other than I am with them, with individually and together. And that comes from the fact that like. They don't know what it's like to not have toxicity in their relationships. And so they think that I am the odd one, that I am the one who 
pushes them away, which might be true on some part, but they think that, you know, I'm the weird one and the one who doesn't know how to do anything right and the one who lives life incorrectly or wrong. I've heard that many times. I live life wrong and I do everything wrong. Be- just because, like, they don't understand, like, my definition doesn't match up with yours. They want me to be happy. They want me to have a great life. They want me to, like, be successful. And I want that for myself, too. But the way they see it doesn't match up with how I see it. And that's a problem that is really hard to overcome, honestly. Um, because there can be a lack of compassion in that, and a lack of a lack of understanding on both sides. Um, I see a lot of commentary about what it means to have negativity in your life. Negative emotions, I saw that recently, and oh my god, that just pisses me off, to be honest. Like, not pisses me off, but it just irks me. Like, it irks me because anytime I see something about negative emotions, it's usually talking about being sad, being angry, like being, you know, hurt, being like, and I, that's, and of course, that's something that you hear from people too, of being like, oh, like they're, I don't like being around that negativity if they're, if you're like going through, like having a rough time emotionally. And, and that just irks me because that's, definitely promoting a really unfortunate narrative that you're not allowed to be sad and you're not allowed to be upset and you're not allowed to be frustrated or angry you know or or anything like that when something doesn't go your way when something bad happens basically it's like it's like inside out you guys ever watched that movie inside out it's like joy the the character joy at the beginning is all about like just being happy all the time being positive super time all the time and then and therefore like shutting down the other characters shutting down um their ideas and like their input and obviously the character sadness like shutting them down and judging them and just putting them in a box until it gets to the point where like no actually sadness is can be a good thing too you know that's that that just drives me nuts when I see something like that but negative you know what negative emotions really are like negative emotions like and real negativity in your life are things that like make you unhappy that there are things not unhappy there are things that make you resentful like resentful is a negative emotion jealousy i think is a negative emotion envy like bitterness like because those are things that can cause hate and those are things that can cause um selfishness and uncaring and like a lack of humility like those are all opposite of things that lead you to being more open to yourself and to other people and that's the kind of stuff that I don't want in my life. That's the kind of stuff I try to avoid. And I think this idea that negative emotions having to do with just basic human life emotions of being like that's so that in and of itself is sad to me. And I find that very toxic. And that's also like, you know, something I avoid. Um, I try to avoid or at least I try to explain, like, and provide education on. 
um, I've been talking a lot with some of my friends who recently, like, they're going through growth periods, of course, themselves, but some of them are going through, like, a bigger growth period right now, and some of them have actually just started therapy. And it's so interesting to see, like, how fast and how different their thinking is after just a few months of being able to, like, have someone help them self-explore. I was talking to my friend the other day, and I was telling her about, like, what it means to not have expectations of something. And she told me, she told me, like, oh, my God, like, I used, I always thought that by saying I don't have expectations, it just means I'm not going to get it. I thought that's what that meant. Like, if I expect, if I say to myself, I don't expect this to, I don't expect um, this to be good, or I don't expect to, to get X, Y, Z, that actually, my brain already goes to, um, this is going to be terrible and I'm not going to get this. And I had to explain to her like, no, actually not having expectations means like you really don't have any expectations of good or bad. Like you don't know if it's going to be good. You don't know if it's going to be bad. You don't know if you're going to get it. You don't know if you or not like, and, and that's what it means. And you just go into it like just with curiosity and an open mind. It was so mind blowing for her. Um, and it's, it was interesting to like see to like see her starting to identify like the times in her life where she never realized that those times in her life that she, maybe she was feeling anxious about something or maybe she was feeling nervous, maybe she was feeling sad, maybe she was feeling happy. Like um, there are times in her, a lot of times in her life that she, in, in our friendships actually that where she would be projecting emotions on. Um, like the last podcast I talked to you about, um, about like how your needs are not their needs and their needs are not your needs. Um, and how you have to like trust like that, uh, if you, you have to like, in order to prevent that, like from like projecting onto others, you have to like, just trust what they say and like take a step back. And like, she's starting to identify moments in her life where that's been an issue for her where she never realized that that is what she has done. And seeing that kind of growth has been like so amazing to see. I think it's, um, she's, she is right now in the process learning about what it means to define things for herself, where instead of just wanting things, she's not learning to learn. She's starting to learn and identify what those things she wants actually means. And starting to identify then like what the actual value is versus what that thing she wants represents. That's so powerful. That's, that's honestly a huge step in learning what's real for her so that she can learn about how to be loving towards herself and what she needs from another person or a partner um, to be fulfilled in love that's healthy. Um, she's learning what real self-care is. Self-care, which, by the way, is such a buzzword, but also, like, it's something that I feel like is often grossly, grossly misrepresented because a lot of people think that self-care is just taking a day for yourself, you know, when you feel burnt out or doing something kind for yourself or, or doing something relaxing, like getting a manicure or a bath. But honestly, that's not what self-care really is. Um, That's part of it. 
But self-care is supposed to be a daily thing. Self-care is supposed to be a preventative measure. Self-care is supposed to be not just doing one thing for yourself when you feel you need it. Self-care is about doing little, a lot of little things for yourself because you know you deserve it. You know? It's not just about like cleaning your room once so you can feel better about your mindset. It's about maintaining your room so that you can continue to have a good mindset. It's about doing things that make you feel good, not because you feel you have to, not because you feel you've earned it because you've been working so hard, but because you just deserve to do those things just on its own. You know, that's that's what self-care really is. That's what um that's those daily actions or regular routine actions that's what starts teaching you about how to treat yourself with love so that love is not just a feeling you have love is something you put into action every day and then the great thing too about like opening that kind of awareness is like you start to be able to expand your self-awareness you start to be able to treat yourself not just in your actions but in your thoughts your mentality of like in a way that's kinder in a way that is more loving of like okay well I'm feeling like crap why do I feel like instead of like beating yourself up about like how you feel like crap and how feeling like crap has led you to act like crap like instead just be like Okay, I feel like crap. Why do I feel like crap? Okay, I feel like crap because this happened. Well, what can I do to feel like a feel not like crap? And like, by the way, this did happen. It's okay that I feel like crap. Like like I'm not a crappy person. I have reasons. I acknowledge this. Okay, you know what? Let's do better next time. Maybe next time I get triggered like that or something like that happens to me, I'm going to try to act in a different way because I don't like feeling like a crappy person. And it just opens up questions that you can ask yourself that will teach you how to be kind. Learning to define what your values are. Learning to identify your values for one. And then learning to define what your values are opens up a road that you can follow to help learn how to love yourself and act in love and think in love. Because in the end, if you don't do that for yourself, no one else can do that for you. And that's the difference between self-love and needing love from someone else is that in the end, you have to learn how to take care of yourself because no one else can do it the way that you can do it. It's not even just that no one else can do it for you. No one else can do it the way that you can do it specifically for yourself in the way that will hit the most, in the way that will feel the best, in the way that will be the most true. That's your value. Don't you know? Like, don't you know that is your value? Regardless of like if you have an impact on anybody in this world, you can have an impact on yourself. On yourself. That in and of itself means that you are unique and you are special in this world because no one else can do it the way that you can do it. 
And if no one else can do that the way that you can do it, then guess what? That means that means if you don't do it, that trickle effect that comes from, you know, being a person, because in the end, like, of course you affect other people. Of course you make an impact on others. Like, you, you may try to hide it. You may try to, like, shrink down so that you don't have any impact. But guess what? You're always going to because you're going to go outside. You were born, right? You had parents. You had an impact on them. You have to go outside. You have to go to school. You have to meet people. You have to, have fr- you have to like, socialize whether you like it or not. You're going to make an impact on them, whether it's for two seconds or whether it's for two years or whether it's for 22 decades, you know, like, and, and so who you are, like, how you treat yourself, like, dictates who you are, which then dictates how you treat others, which also dictates how people see you, which dictates then that person, and then the rest of, and like, who knows what else? And it just spreads out from there. Butterfly effect, essentially. No one else can do, that means no one else can have an impact on this world the way that you do. Isn't that mind-blowing? It starts with yourself. And it starts with something as simple as really just stopping to think, like, what do these things mean to me? What are my values? What kind of person am I? What kind of person do I want to be? What do I want people to remember me by? What do I want on my headstone? How do I want people to, like, respect me and see me and, like, value about me? Because those are just good questions to ask yourself, to figure out, what are your values? And then being very succinct of being like, okay, what does that look like? I value family. What does that mean? What does family mean? Because my family values family, but they value their family in the way that it's all toxic relationships. And I value family, but I don't value family like the way my family does because I absolutely reject that toxicity. But because I reject it, I am in essence rejecting their attempts to build a relationship with me because I cannot build a relationship with that. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's something that they have to deal with and I have to deal with and we're still trying to work through it and I'm trying to figure it out. I really am. And that could be something that's I've been trying to figure out my whole life. That's something I could keep trying to figure out for who knows how long. But in the end, like you have to really sit down and define what each value means so that you can figure out what kind of person you want to be who you really are, and therefore treat yourself accordingly and learn to love you, who you are, how you defined who you are. I hope this message reaches whoever needs to hear it. It's okay to be okay and it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to be perfect well no one's perfect but I mean like it's okay to be like imperfect it's okay to be a masterpiece it's okay to be complete and done but it's also okay to be broken it's okay to be unfinished it's okay to be a work in progress it's okay to not know it's okay to be not okay but Take the time. Take the time to check in with yourself. It's okay to be all those things as long as you are okay with you.
that make sense? Well, this was great chatting with you guys. Um, hopefully I give food for thought. Hopefully it makes sense to the people who it should make sense to. Um, and, and I hope that, I hope that this week you, you define something of what you want, of what, who you are, how you like to be, and you take a step to make that into a daily reality. All right. Have a great night. See you all next.